0: Hey mamas, it's time to rise and grind. It's me, Brittany, and I'm back with Christian Mom Uncensored, the podcast where I dive into all the real, raw, unfiltered mommy struggles and all the things from marriage to raising babies to making decisions to leaps of faith to trials and tribulations. You know it all. Thanks so much for stopping by this Thursday. Welcome to Christian Mom Uncensored. It's Thursday, and it's good to be back on a Thursday. I love Thursdays um, because, you know, the next day is Friday, and I really love Fridays. So I have updates on life and some good stuff to talk about today. So let's get to it. So updates on life. First of all, I had kind of a doozy of a week, which it feels like every week is kind of hard. So I guess, like, what I'm learning is that every week has its own challenges, and it's all about your attitude and response, and I think that goes hand in hand with with parenting. Like, as parents, we have challenges. Right now, Mia is going through, we don't like to call it the terrible twos in our house, but the terrible twos, where... um Basically, what's going on in her little brain is she has a lot of things she wants. Um, sometimes she has things she wants to say, and she gets frustrated when like things don't go her way. And so then she has a meltdown. Uh, and the challenge with this is you don't want to give in to the meltdowns. And this is where the hard part of parenting comes. You don't want to give in to the meltdowns because that teaches if you throw a tantrum, you get your way. So sometimes she'll have to um, like wait to do something Um, and she'll throw a tantrum about it and usually her tantrums are things that are going to happen anyway it's just not happening right when she wants and as I was watching her today not today as I was watching her um, throughout this week I realized that that is who I am I am a tantrum thrower And I don't think it has anything to do with my parenting or how I was raised, but when things don't happen when I want them to, I throw a tantrum. So watching Mia, I learned one, well, I feel for her in her tantrum moments when I'm like not stressed out if she's just throwing a tantrum and I'm just kind of like watching it happen. I'm like, oh, I feel for you because in this moment I can relate so much, especially with this year. I feel like I have thrown so many tantrums. But uh, it makes me also think a little bit about God in our lives and how, and even just my marriage, how if I want to go for a walk and I want our family to go for a walk, uh, I want to do it now. And Ethan wants to do it in a half an hour. And that's not acceptable. I want to do it now. And um, little just silly things like that where I throw these tantrums and they're not necessarily... I mean, they're warranted. They're things I want, but throwing a tantrum is not going to make it better. And I've thrown tantrums with God specifically about, um, over the last couple of years about like moving into a house, about having kids, about, um, my job, about Ethan's job and all these other things. So I feel like, uh, Throwing these tantrums, for sure. Um, God is a parent to us, and he's like, calm down. In every, in every situation in my life, I have thrown these tantrums, but these are things that have always happened to, m- to me anyway. Um, I've always been a hopeless romantic. So before I met my husband, I wanted to, to be in love with somebody. And I didn't really throw a tantrum about that. I was just kind of dreaming about that. But when it came to moving into a house, I was getting really antsy at the start of this year and at the end of last year to just move into a home. Um, We originally had plans for me to quit my job in May, this past May. Uh, We didn't really tell anyone that, but when I sat down and talked with my husband, I actually went to see a counselor at work and talked to her about wanting to leave and all these things. She's really great. And she was like, you know, have this conversation, make a plan and make sure you and your husband stick to your deadline because it will give you hope while you're still working. And you know, that obviously I'm still working right now. Uh, we have a new deadline for sure, but it's, um, I don't know, subject to change, but as long as I'm with my kids at home, it's fine. Uh, the thing is, I, I refuse to go back into the building, back into the office, except for to turn in my, like, work computer and stuff, so I'm just thinking about all the tantrums I've thrown in life, and how some of them have been delayed, but for the better, for instance, when we were looking at houses, we were looking at, in different areas, and a lot of times my family are like, well, why are you looking in Frederick, that's so far from us, and mostly because Ethan's job was in Frederick, and, um, Because Ethan runs a basketball program in Frederick. So Frederick to us just makes. And that's always made a whole lot of sense. We love the area. It's a a good area. It's not extremely diverse. But it's more. Actually I don't really know. I haven't been out in the area I live now. But it felt more diverse than where we live now for sure. And. um, But we ended up having to wait. And when we were able to move and and get to this house, um, it's the perfect place for us and our family. And it's actually, this house has taught me a lot of lessons already, even about um, like not judging people and like, don't look at somebody and judge them for face value or a lot of things. But anyway, I'm saying all of this because a lot of times our tantrums that we throw, um, Or as we watch our kids, like teenagers like, I just want to go to this party. I just want to go to the mall, like whatever it is. Um, I don't really know what teenagers want to do. But a lot of times our kids are throwing tantrums, but we also do it too. So just keep in mind that we're not like tantrum free people. At least I'm not. And to give your kids some grace, the hardest thing is and has always been for me is like watching Mia be upset when she was a baby. And it was just like how I mentally handled motherhood in the beginning, like I just couldn't listen to her cry. And it was hard for me to hand her over to like a family member or a friend and she would just cry while they held her. When I knew, well, if you just handed her to me, she wouldn't cry or I could fix the problem really fast because I'm her mom and I know. Um, That's actually something I know I'll struggle, well, Honestly, with this whole virus, I don't know if anyone's going to get to hold our son for a while. But um, that's definitely something I struggled with. So, anyway, let me tell you about this week and how chaotic it has been. Um, so, Mia's birthday is her birthday party is on Saturday, and because of the coronavirus, I have been taking into consideration what to do about her party. If If there was no virus I would have invited all of the moms from my mom group and all of their kids and it would have been glorious but for months I've kind of been aware that that's not going to be a possibility because of the situation that we live in right now however I have been seeing one of my best friends and her kids and it's been great but unfortunately they're not able to come because of this virus, they're not able to come to the party this weekend. Something came up and I'm not going to like get into all of the, like what happened, but it it just, that day I was already stressed out and, um, uh, which is most days of the week, right? But I, I heard that news and I sobbed and I mean, I sobbed hard. And I was like, I don't know if it's the pregnant hormones or if it's just the stress or it's because I feel let down and not by my friend by any means, but just like let down in the circumstance that I already knew we have to be more careful because we're having babies. I'm having a baby and, um, in three months and I already know that. Birthday parties and things were affected. I didn't have a party this. Oh, I did have a party. I had a party right before the shutdown. Um, I just wanted Mia's second birthday to be really special because this is her last birthday as like an only child. Even though she already has a brother, he just hasn't been born yet. Like this is her last birthday where it's just us, and I know she won't remember it, but. It's important to me because i'll remember it and during um the whole covid situation too so i was just crying because i was like well one i got all this stuff for us to have a good time um for us parents to have a good time for the kids to have a good time so let me tell you about this birthday party her birthday party is a bubble guppy mermaid themed party because there wasn't a ton of bubble guppy birthday stuff i threw mermaids in there as well. So I got her a mermaid cake. Actually, I got her two cakes, like a smash size cake and a regular cake, but because she's had cake before, she's not going to smash the smash cake. It's just a different flavor. Um, I got, so she, the plan was the kids were going to be out in the pool, um, out with the water table. I got these Orbeez, like jumbo sized ones though them to play with inside if it's too hot, with um, toy mermaids. So I was gonna get. I have three containers because it would be three kids with Orbeez and um, mermaids. I got sand to play with inside on top of like a tablecloth. It's really big. Mm-hmm. That kind of looks like the beach. She has a tent to play in and glow sticks. I got them stickers with mermaids, like um, like those. Puffy stickers where you can like dress the doll with the stickers, but it's a mermaid. I got so many bubbles I feel like i'm forgetting things and We were just gonna have a good time So I was really excited for the goodie bags I did Bracelets because the girls are all girly. I did bracelets um, silly putty and little mini like tiny like little lip glosses shaped like popsicles which were really cute i mean and they're still really cute and i did i feel like there's some more stuff oh i did bubble guppy stickers to go in there and honestly all i got the the gift boxes are shaped like mermaid's tails, so they're silver and kind of like reflective and shiny and it's like a box not a gift bag Um, In the top, it like comes up in a shape like a mermaid tail. It's all pretty, really pretty stuff. Lots of pictures will be on Instagram for any of you guys that are interested. But anyway, so I I did all of this, right? And then um, like things were just coming up this week that were like kind of stressful, kind of hard. And I knew like we have to get the house ready for the party. Like I have to organize it and rearrange it a certain way. And that's fine. Like I love planning and setting up parties and things like that. Oh, and then like just, I haven't even talked about the decorations, but yeah, there's like also a lot of cute, like mermaid bubble guppy decorations, but anyway, so uh, when I heard that my friend and the kids aren't going to be able to come, I sobbed and it felt like a letdown from, not even from my friend, but like from God, like, God, why would you allow this to happen when this is the only thing I've been holding on to? And so I just cried and uh, my husband was out getting a haircut because he has uh, some work stuff to do this week and uh, he was picking up some more work clothes and, you know, just like getting his life a little organized because, you know, now he's 30 and he just needs some like 30 year old stuff (laughs) and I call him just like sobbing and like he couldn't understand he was like what's wrong like are you okay like um is the baby okay like do I need to come home and I'm like no 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 no. it's about Mia's party and he's like oh it's okay we can do it another day and I lost it I was like do the party another day and went off about how no that's not possible we're doing it today the cake is coming luckily I hadn't ordered the food yet because I was going to do um like, uh, I was making pasta salad that was going to be like, looked like shells. So it's like under the sea and get pizza and chicken nuggets for the kids. Pasta salad is really for me and my mom friend, cause we like love it. And anyway, so I'm having this whole meltdown and, uh, then I just hang up. Cause I'm like, I'm still having a meltdown and he's not understanding that everything's ruined, but the show has to go on at the same time. And that's very much who I am. Like I will be walking through a crisis and this is by no means a crisis. This is just like a little bit of a letdown. And I just had a really dramatic response. Um, but I'm the type of person when something goes wrong to just keep working and keep moving, even though like I might be like sobbing instead of like sitting in like, Just breathe for a minute, collect yourself. No, I I need to feel all of my feelings, but I have to keep doing things. So like I hung up and just kept working, but I'm like sobbing. So then I like call my best friend and I'm like, Mia's party's ruined. And she's like, what? Because I already was like having to like up our precautions with uh, her godparents because they've been out in the world doing things. So I'm like, "Mm, you're going to have to wear a mask and like these other things where when I've seen them earlier this year, I haven't made them wear a mask and things like that. But anyway, all this to say, I thought everything was ruined and um, <laughs> it's a mess. And I feel like as parents, we just put so much pressure on ourselves to make things perfect and pretty. And for me, I just knew how much fun Mia was going to have. I knew, I know how much she loves these girls. And I know. Like how fun it was going to be for me and Mia. Now for my husband, I don't really think a two-year-old's birthday party is fun. Um, like I don't think it can be fun because it's really my friends and and not, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be like me hanging out with my friends and the kids. And um, our one of our best, our best uh, guy friends is coming. So like, that would be great for him. But at the end of the day, like it's the party's really for, you know, the kids. Um, but at two years old, the party is really for the adults. Cause she's not going to remember this party. I don't remember my second birthday. So anyway, uh, it was just like such a letdown. And I was thinking about like life gives you letdowns and how you deal with it is everything. And it's going to teach your kids how to deal with letdowns because you can't avoid them. And this was like an unavoidable circumstance that, that I can't control. Like, I can't control what the virus is doing and how it's affecting other people's lives. Like, I can't control that. Um, But I did feel like with this party coming up and planning for it, I've talked about it before. uh, I like to execute and perform and plan. I felt like I was controlling something really good that was gonna come up and then I was just like, you can't trust when something good happens because it's gonna fall apart. And it was just really dramatic. So, anyway, I'm saying all this to say I had this whole meltdown this week. So, on top of all the Mia stuff, I did end up, like, having an emotional, like, breakdown and crying to my husband about all the things in life, and uh, I think it was, like, for him, probably stressful because I feel like men get stressed when we cry, but it was, uh, good to let everything out because I had to tell him I was like I am disappointed in the way this year is going I am disappointed that if I wanted my mom to be in the labor and delivery room she can't be I am disappointed that when we have a newborn we're not going to be able to do what we did with Mia which was literally the day we got checked out of the hospital his family met us at our house and met Mia because like they weren't there for the labor and delivery part. My whole family was there for that. Um, and not that I would want any of that whole scenario again, like really fun for the first time, but like a little bit different this time. But so for instance, it was like that, like your, his parents aren't going to be able to see our son probably for months. Uh, same with my family. They're not going to be able to hold him. Now there's creative things like I'll FaceTime and We can go in the driveway, but we have to be extra vigilant with a newborn. And so I was just feeling kind of like upset because I think I've talked about this before about all of the things. And he was like, okay. And I said, I really need you to, to prepare for this birth with me. So I feel like I have some control over it. And what I meant with by that is I asked him, can we like do squats together? Can we do arm strength together? kind of like workout-y type things because, because, so I didn't go natural all the way with Mia. I did not get an epidural for 24 hours and then I got one. And I was like, so if we're going to go all the way, and part of it was because we were tired, we're going to need some strength because I'm going to need to squat into certain positions. I'm going to need you to be like, really pushing on my back with your full strength. I'm going to need you to be, like, holding my body up. And so, anyway, he was like, yeah, we'll do that. It's fine. And it was a good conversation. But um, I realized that part of the the tension and the problems that we have sometimes is because Ethan and I have different love languages. My love languages are... (laughs) Man, mine sound kind of selfish, but my love languages are, like, acts of service and gifts. Because growing up, I got a lot of gifts. And this is so random. Like, you know how, like, you like to get surprised by flowers? Um, I'm that type of person who loves that type of stuff. Like, give me some flowers. Like, surprise me, though. Like, don't tell me. Um, And things like that. So... And I like acts of service because it means that you were thinking about me. So, like, when Ethan fills my car up with gas so I don't have to go get gas. Love it. Um, Those types of things. While his love languages are completely opposite. So, Ethan's love languages are um, words of affirmation and physical touch. So, that's, like, completely opposite than mine. And we've had to learn over the course of our whole relationship, not just our marriage, how to, um, to to work those love languages in. And I mean, there's a whole book. You can read the five love languages or whatever. But practicing it every day kind of takes work if it's not the way you show love. Because the way I show love is the way that I like to receive it. And that's what I think it is like for most people. So the way I show love is... I make sure that like all of your clothes are clean and that they're perfectly laid out and that you have your favorite food in the fridge And that I, when I'm out, if I see something, I'm like, Oh, let me get this for Ethan. Or if I'm shopping for myself, I'll be like, Oh, let me grab this. And like, I'll, I like to like buy little things and I'm like, here you go. And he's like, what is this? So I realized the way that I like to receive love is the way that I show love. So if I want to, make Ethan feel like I love him. I have to consciously be like, those are nice things to do in general. Like you don't have to stop doing what you're doing, but make sure that you are like giving him extra hugs and kisses or like being encouraging. And with his main words of affirmation, like that's the one I have to work on. Like you're amazing. And thank you so much for doing all the things you do. You're so great. And like things like that, those are things I have to think about because that's not the way I receive it. So if you're in a relationship and you, one, you could do a couple different things. You could take the quiz. You can find out which love language, which love languages are yours. Or you could just like, just think about how you like to feel love and like also how you give love. And you can probably see it in your partner. So I can see Ethan always giving me like, words of affirmation constantly um and physical touch and that's because that's how he receives it so anyway just like a reminder of like oh remember that your partner isn't exactly like you kind of thing um so I also just before like I kind of like go out I just want to say that a lot of times we get kind of caught up in what's going on in our lives and all the negatives especially this year when there's a lot of negatives surrounding us it can be hard to focus on the positives your family most likely i hope is at home and is safe um i know that for most areas that in my state starting the school year with virtual learning which is hard but at least you know health wise your kid is going to be safe or at least safer than if they had gone to school and can you trust kids to wear masks no um the little things i look at my house and i'm like thank you for this house it is our perfect home for now it's our perfect first place you know, our first, our, the first home we've ever lived in It's the perfect one um, for us. And obviously, the next time we move, we're trying to buy a dream home. But this is the perfect place until we're ready for that. Like, it's, it's good for when, when our kids are little. I don't want to have teenagers in this house, but it's good space. Love it. it feels it's always felt safe, it's I've always felt great here. Um, so uh, my church or somebody, my mom, like, is always involved in all these prayer groups and things. But there's this group that gets up once a week in the morning and they pray together and they like do a devotional and they say some things. And uh, the one time I joined in, they the the, the lady who was leading it said some things that I thought we're good and like speaking things into existence is real I have done it I have actually spoken things and like I'm telling you like you have to um words of affirmation or what are these things called like morning like affirmations or something um you have to do them um and You have to remember the good things. I have been somebody who's been really cynical this year because of the nature of this year. So we have to stop that and be like, okay. Because it's like, oh, I thought good things were about to happen, but I guess not. Um, So here's what I will say. If anything good can happen to anybody it can happen to me good things happen to people all the time a lot of times we feel like bad things always happen or if a good thing happens a bad thing will follow it that's not always the case even though it could definitely feel like this in 2020 um, but I will say that you should know that if anything can go right it will and if good things can happen to anybody it can happen to me you need to say these things to yourself and um, just encourage yourself nothing is as difficult as it looks a lot of times the things that we think are hard are hard because we're approaching it with emotion and not with action logic and prayer because you know me getting up every day and doing the mom thing is hard I mean I would say it's hard but I mean it's harder when I am tired And I am angry and I'm emotional then it feels like I really can't do it so I just want all of us to take a minute today and write down your affirmations I've been working and looking at what I want for my birth affirmations so that I can start saying them all the time so because the thing about labor and delivery and the thing about planning for birth that I think and I'm pretty sure is true is that if you don't practice going through the motions, you're not going to go through the motions when it's time. Because when you're in pain, you think you're naturally going to just relax. No, you're, you're naturally going to tighten. So I have to practice when I am having like a Braxton Hick is when I've been kind of doing it is let me say what I want to say to myself when I'm in labor and let me breathe the way I want to breathe when I'm in labor now it kind of scares my husband because um we are still you know I'm not due for three months this baby cannot really come for like in 10 weeks it'll be safe for the baby to be born so anytime before then this baby should not come into this world um So, and you know, so that's like a long time from now. So when I have Braxton Hicks, I'm doing these things. He's like, are you okay? How many did you have today? How many Braxton Hicks? Like, is this real labor? And I'm like, no, it's not real labor. Um, I think you always forget the labor pains, but I can remember, I can remember noticing the difference when I went into labor with Mia. So I'm like, kind of like aware, but I've done it before. Like I'll know when it's, it feels like a real contraction and I'll probably have to like pay attention to it a couple of times to be like, is it real? Um, but anyway, if we want anything good to happen in life, you have to practice it. So getting up in the morning and saying, I am strong. I am beautiful. Today is going to be a great day. I can handle any chaos that comes my way. I'm an amazing mom. Um, and then whatever you want to happen to manifest in your life. Um, I am a stay-at-home, I am a work-from-home mom, i said that, and the coronavirus gave that to me, so now it's like, thanks, but now I, um, need to be, like, a stay-at-home mom but that doesn't do this job, so, like, you know, like, you can manifest anything you want in your life to come, um, just by saying it you can speak things into existence Um, and that's why it's really important to be careful with our words because you could speak bad things and stress into your life as well so if anything good can happen to anybody it can happen to me it can happen to you good things happen all the time the world is so feels like it's like circling the drain but good things happen all the time and even when things are hard like Mia's party being all messed up and my heart being utterly broken because of it. Um, And I think everyone, like I think my mom, I think my husband, I think my best friend just knew that it was going to be like, oh God, Brittany is going to be a mess because of this party. Um, Some good things are coming out of it. So before I planned a morning party and an evening party for my family and my friends, so that there wasn't too many people at too many times and to make sure everyone's just comfortable. Um, But now I'm going to have to have one party in the evening. Uh, So me as godparents were supposed to come to this party, the morning party as well, but instead I've decided the aquarium is open. The aquarium is my favorite place, guys. I'm a Pisces. I'm a water sign. I love the aquarium. Like, I don't like the zoo. I love the aquarium, though always have wanted to be a marine biologist for a while and because her party is bubble guppies and mermaids i was like you know what we're gonna get up saturday morning and we're gonna go to the aquarium and now i'm really excited to do that which if we were gonna have a party we wouldn't be doing we'd probably have to go some other time and um so we're gonna do that and then we're gonna come home and nap come home have lunch take a nap take a shower and Get ready for my family to come in the evening, around dinner time, and we'll do that. And she can still do all of Mia can still get in her pool. She can still play with her sand. She can still have glow sticks in her tent. Um, she can still play with the Orbeez and the mermaids. I am gonna save like the favors and some of the things to do when I can get together with my friend and her kids. Uh, but some of the things I'm just gonna go ahead. The things that I bought in threes for the girls, like the Put the puffy stickers and uh, even, like, the mermaid Orbeez. I don't know. I'll probably still let Mia play with them. Like, little things I might save for when they come. So, it's still kind of, like, a fun special day whenever we do get to see them. But her party's going to be amazing. So, I kind of have to, like, hype myself up. Hype yourself up. Be your own hype man. And we got this thing. So... I have a glucose test tomorrow. Mia is sleeping over my mom's house for the first time tonight. And I don't know. We'll see how I feel about it. I've never spent a night away from her. But I actually really think I need it, especially with with quarantine. Because if you think of like pre-quarantine life, my work days were the hours I was away from her. So I was really stingy, but I feel like still kind of nice about the time. That I had with her so like weekends and everything was like I need to be with Mia I'm not leaving her um but because I see her all day every day all night every night I'm really excited for her to go (laughs) spend a night away and also to practice for when I go into labor because um whenever I'm sad now it just makes me think I'm crying too much Mia will grab my face and go it's okay mom don't cry and she's been doing that when I'm not even crying sometimes and it's really funny and it makes me laugh but I feel like when I'm in labor she's really not going to be able to handle it every time I'm hurt she runs to her dad and goes oh no mommy like go fix mommy and um so in early labor she's gonna I'm hoping my mom will just come hang out with us at the house so she doesn't have to leave right away um but at some point I will be like okay you guys can um leave. It's about to pick up a little bit. So I'll talk to you guys about my whole labor plan too another time. Um, cause I have all these plans for like stage one of labor and like when I'm confused about labor and like all these other things. Um, but yeah, so thanks for listening this week. It's been like a weird kind of week where I'm just basically complaining to y'all about the disappointments of my life and telling y'all about all my tantrums, but we all have tantrums our kids are having tantrums. I have a two year old who has tantrums and, um, 2020 is hard, man. So like feel what you got to feel, give your kids grace, but also you can't let them, you can't give into them all the time because that'll teach them bad habits. And maybe God is saying, Hey, you can't, I'm not going to give you everything you want when you want it because I know when you need it. It's the same way. Um, that we are with our kids like I know you really want to go to your grandma's house or to your Nana's house but if you do it after your nap you can stay longer so like I'm doing this for you you might have to wait to go but once you get there you get to stay there for as long as you want so like that's kind of weird a weird example but just know that we all have tantrums and um yeah have a great week have a great weekend stay cool do something fun this weekend go get ice cream go take a walk by some water i'm just really into the water right now and yeah i will see you guys next week bye oh as always i forgot to tell you guys if you want to see pictures uh from this party on instagram you can follow me At Brittany Jane Stewart. If you're listening to this podcast, you found it somehow, but it is available on Apple. It's available on Spotify. It's available on Anchor. Make sure you hit uh, subscribe or follow so that you're updated every time an episode airs. Sometimes I do bonus episodes and make sure you send me a DM about your thoughts, comments, and feelings. Be strong, be brave, be positive, and do you.